0: Hey, it's the Body Bishops.
1: Hello, Matt. Hey Alan. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Freezing, but good. Freezing. I'm just in another room, getting in the chair, but I'm <laughs> still I can still hear you. And uh... I was uh
0: our 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 bathroom, our, our shower. Um I, I I was taking a shower today and I opened up the uh the window. I just I just like doing that, letting some of the cool air in, you know, like and um when I did that this morning, it was like it was in the sauna. Yeah. Instant. Just <laughs> like you can see it just pouring out, you know. Yeah. It was uh it's it's cold man and dog walk this morning was uh was frigid. Walking on top of the, uh, the hard grass.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's icy at the moment. I was out in my shorts, T-shirt this morning, The ice in Victoria's car, being a faithful husband, you know? Mm. So. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then, Second Timothy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So segueing right now neatly to... Fall the <laughs> ice of our hearts <laughs> with the gospel. Amen. Good stuff, man. So yeah, we're, we're in second Timothy tonight, today, this morning on gospel community. Um, but before we get the gospel community, if we start a gospel community, we get good behavior for about three minutes Mm -hmm. and then behaviorism just, it just falls back down into sin and selfishness again, legalism, Mm -hmm. moralism. So we have to, we have to find gospel community on the gospel truth. Mm -hmm. Um, so we got some good gospel truths for us in chapter one of second
0: Timothy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And verses one to two it starts wonderfully, you know. Um, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, and then it goes on to say, Grace, mercy, and peace. Yep. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, verse nine, we jump down there and it says that God has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. And then in verse ten, our Savior jesus christ who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light
1: through the gospel beautiful man first seven we do not have a spirit of fear anymore but mm-hmm. we have a spirit of power love and of a sound mind and verse 14 the holy spirit dwells in us yeah. so there's i mean we're that's very quick but this is the rich gospel soil that all of the gospel community stuff grows and flourishes in and we don't have that then we we don't have the rest of the gospel community um, so yeah, the, the, even I love, I actually just love the, the introductions, first one and verse two of most of the epistles. It's just, yeah. just grace, mercy, peace. And it's like, yeah. I love just pausing on those words and thinking through all of them. And mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so good stuff, man. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's, so it's, it's the old adage and we, we've said it over and over again, every week, gospel truth leads the gospel identity, leads the gospel practice. Yeah leads the gospel community so i think there's a natural transition there into the gospel practice things
1: yeah so we have the promise of life in jesus we have grace mercy and peace from god we have a spirit of power love and self-control actively working in us we have salvation we have holiness um we have eternal life and we have the holy spirit in us. Mm-hmm. so these are all gospel mm-hmm. rich truths that that lead to our gospel identity mm-hmm. um so we'll get into the gospel community stuff then
0: yeah, and I, th- I think the key from taking it to from from truth to practice, um, it's it and fourteen is key, isn't it? The Holy Spirit lives lives in you, good. so we can't get to we can't get to any of the other stuff until we uh, are are dependent on that reality.
1: That's, yeah, good that good thing which was committed to you, keep it by the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. stuff. So in light of the fact that the Holy Spirit's living in us and, he's, and we're called to keep things and live this out, what are some of the gospel community implications of to Timothy? Yeah, I mean,
0: we we see from, from verse from verse 3 uh, onward, um, investing in one another is at the heart of what Paul's is calling the church to through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice and I am persuaded is in you also so Paul wants for Timothy joy and faith
1: yeah yeah so we're going we're called to we're called to faithfully invest in one another uh and then 2 verse two says and the things you've heard from me among many witnesses yeah. commit these to faithful men who'll be able to teach others also mm. so timothy's been invested in by this church family uh by paul by by others by his his parents and his grandparent um and then he's called to invest into the next generation so he receives investment and then he invests into the next generation yeah yeah. yeah. So so part of being a gospel community means that there's going to be different generations within the church family, right? Yeah. It's not old it's just all old people. That yeah. would be an unhealthy church and all young people would actually be on an unhealthy church, mm. right? Mm. So we want we want a, a mixed generation church where one generation is continually receiving and passing on to the next generation yeah. the gospel truths.
0: Absolutely. And this this should be the goal of the family of God, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we should all be contributing to the progressive Christ likeness of of the other members of the family, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, serving, serving the gospel to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, we, we, we have people on the, the T-Rota for growth groups. Right. You know, so there's someone each week that is like, it was serving, uh, to, so, so taking up drinks, orders and, and laying out the, uh the, the, the plates of goodies on the table and all that. We should be doing that to one another with the gospel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, and 2 2, it's like, um paul's like i'm i've invested into you now you invest into others and then those others are going to invest into others mm. and you just see this whole generational line of constant investment yeah and this idea of one, one, one generation of the church are custodians of the gospel and then they're to see the next generation as the future custodians yeah, yeah. so we're we're investing into each other we're mm. pouring our lives into each other we're nurturing and we're building up our our brothers and sisters yeah
0: what what, what we want to create is a gospel culture that will will shape the church for today and for the generations to come
1: Mm -hmm. and so so like the teenagers who we have at our church we we thank god for each one of them Mm -hmm. the older ones are called to invest into their lives right The Mm -hmm. the young singles even the young couples and the young families the older couples and families are called to invest into those those new newlyweds and new ones uh, the primary school kids inside those primary school kids there's future deacons sunday school teachers pastors. Yep. um even though even those little toddlers and babies who are running around and screaming their heads off at of the church right now that's the future of the church of course, right is, yeah. so we have to see them as such yep. and treat them as such yep. and so part of this then is faithfully investing into one another very good <laughs>
0: As, as we, so, <laughs> so, so as we transition through uh, to Timothy one, we we come to verse number eight, and uh, we, we see we see what it looks like to courageously suffer with and for one another. Really, and um, this is part of the the whole gospel community thing, transitioning from the gospel being theory to the gospel being practiced. And um, verse number eight says, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, as prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Yeah. Um, we, we could jump ahead to chapter two and verse number 10 and see what he says there. It says, therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. So I, I've said before, compassion, um, and this is what we're being called to really, if we're suffering with and for one another. Um, it's, it's a sacrificial love. And compassion is your hurt and my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so so when I put myself in, in your shoes, when I feel your pain and your hurt, then it will prompt me um, to be willing to suffer with you yeah. and for you.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so Paul calls Timothy to be willing to suffer with him for the cause of the gospel. Mm-hmm. But then chapter 2, verse 10, he's explaining to Timothy that the gospel motivates him to be willing to suffer for the people of mm-hmm. God. So suffering for the people of God is actually suffering for the cause of the gospel. Yep. And we, of course, Western individualized Christianity don't see that. But Paul's like, I'm suffering for the gospel equals I'm suffering for God's people. Yeah, And yep. that's that's what it looks like. So we, we live in a culture where we don't like to be put out. We don't like to be inconvenienced. Yep. Uh, we struggle to give up a little bit of our time for one another, a little bit of effort. But Paul's here in prison saying, yep. I'm willingly suffering and I'm calling you. To be willing to suffer too. Yeah. So, so, so
0: this epistle written in, if 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 I'm correct, I think it was 67 A.D. So three or four years after one Timothy was written, Paul's still in prison, and he's, he's he's suffering, and 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 he wants him to to share in his sufferings. But Paul's like, I'm suffering. I'm suffering for the church. I'm suffering for the church as well. And there's something very, there is something very Christ-like about that. Here's here's the apostle, mm. um, with the church in mind. Mm. Like enduring persecution, yeah, and um, that's that's so beautiful and selfless, yeah, and that's a, I think that's a type of love that God is trying to call us to in the example of of Paul's life here.
1: Yeah. So first of all, we're called to faithfully invest into one another. Second of all, we're called to suffer and endure for one another as well. So the next one then is zealously refresh one another. That's first 16 to 18. He says the Lord, or chapter one, he says the Lord grant mercy to the household of Anisiphorus. Is that how you say it? Yeah, And For he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he arrived in Rome, he sought me out very zealously, and he found me. The Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day. And you know very well how many ways he ministered to me at Ephesus. So the the household of Anisiphorus willingly give him up or give him over to travel to Rome and minister to Paul. Mm. And then when Anisiphorus got there, he willingly and eternally found him. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um so that idea of refreshing, it's it's the idea of giving relief to somebody or or mm. the idea of um taking a ship out of the water to, to let it just dry out and clean it a little bit. Um taking a sick person out to get some fresh air or I don't know like I don't know about you, but Victoria own we have about three hundred and fifty plants in our house and they start wilting and then you know that they need refreshing, they need water. And yeah. you put water and then they start like opening back up again and yeah, yeah. it's like the idea. So mm. Paul was down, he was scurried, he was yeah. you know, and, and this first came and found him and lifted him up again mm-hmm. when the gospel.
0: Well, that's good, yeah. I remember when we were in Italy, um we were we were walking on I can't think of the actually Italian rendering of it, but it's called the pathway of the gods mm-hmm. it's along the, uh, the clifftops of the mouth Malf- coast. It's a hike. Um, I don't know exactly how far it is, but it took us like almost all day. And then there's thousands of steps to go down when you get to the end of it. Um, but we were, we were going through this one area and I remember that the people that were, were with us were, were very like, like struggling in terms of energy. Mm-hmm. I remember just stopping and, and sitting for a few minutes and one of the, one of the people was kind of elderly. So it was kind of touching up. Mm-hmm. So I remember sitting and uh, and just having like a, a snack and, and water, mm-hmm. just sitting for a few minutes, and then there was like a bit of a pep in our step after. Yeah, yeah. You know Just this refreshing moment. Yep. And um, I think when it comes to this, you know, an a guy, I think um, that's that's what he did for for Paul spiritually. Yeah.
1: Game. Yeah, and, and so what, what we see here is that how we treat one another in our refreshing of one another according to this verse it's it delights god and god rewards it you know he says may the lord grant mercy to this household because of what he did what, what he did sorry what he did what did <laughs> the lord grant him to find mercy twice um verse 16 and 18 god give him mercy and god give his house mercy for this and uh so this is the type of thing that delights our father mm. that when we when we're in our church family those you're downcast cast and disheartened and discouraged They need refreshing in the Lord. Mm. Those who are weak, who are broken, who are fragile, they need relief. Mm. Well, who who is it that's gonna give it to them? Mm. Well, it's one another. Yeah. You know, it's it's the church family called to do this.
0: Proverbs eighteen, twenty four, a man who has many friends must himself be friendly, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm. And the thing is, if if you've not been that type of friend in the past, there's still an open door. To be yeah. like that day, yeah. So if that's something you look at and you're like, man, I've not, I've not been that, but like, so make the most of today,
1: yeah. So be that source of refreshment, in yeah. For your brother, sister, there's a few times you see in David and Jonathan's friendship that, like, mm-hmm. Jonathan find David in the forest, yeah. encouraged them, and the Lord strengthened them. Yeah. In the Lord, you know. And uh, so often people are like, oh Lord, give me a, give me a friend like Jonathan. But mm-hmm. what we need to start praying is, Lord, help me to be a Jonathan to, yeah, <laughs> to <laughs> my friends, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, number three is to solidly refresh them. All
0: right, so after he's discussed this ne- Onesiphorus fella who refreshed Paul with his friendship, um, it, it, so, so we didn't actually talk about, which I think is an interesting wrinkle, um, is his allusion to, to Mark being with him in-, in, in chapter 4, verse 11. So, here's this guy who completely fluffed up at being his friend in the past. And yeah, it says in chapter four, verse eleven, only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him yeah. with you, for he's useful for me. And that I think that's a decent segue into the fourth point, which is humbly correct one another. So there hadn't been this correction that had taken place with with Mark in the past, and he'd he'd come out through the other end, more um, like Jesus appeared. And uh, in, in chapter four, verses one and two, we see this uh, this this call from. From Paul through the Holy Spirit, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. So it, it is it is Jesus Christ who gives pastors the authority to lead through the word. Mm-hmm. Um but here's here's the reality. My authority only exists is I faithfully teach God's word and live God's word. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not doing both, then I have no authority in the life of the church. And um, yeah, so that, that's, as, that's as far as my authority goes.
1: Yeah. So 2 Timothy 2, 24 to 26 talks about how we go about doing this. It says, A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, be able to teach patient. In humility, correct the those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and come to their senses, escape the snare of the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, so that although these two passages are about how pastors and teachers are meant to teach and correct, um, the application for us is, if this is how we're to treat heretics, because that's chapter two, mm-hmm. how are we going to treat one another when we get it wrong? And if that's how our pastor teachers are supposed to be doing this, yeah. if we're meant to be following and imitating their feet then this is also how we're going to talk to one another. Okay. Um, so if, if our brother and sister in Christ is believing something wrong or practicing something wrong, we're going to have to humbly correct. Um, not in an argumentative way, right? Must not quarrel. So not losing our temper, not um, doing this in an ugly flash way, but motivated by the truth and motivated by mm. by love for that person.
0: Yeah, it's not always in what we say, but how we say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So if you're ridiculing or cutting or putting people down, showing off, purposely offensive, then you're actually quarrelsome. Mm. You're a quarrelsome person. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, so if here's the question: if if po if if pastors with authority to lead the church are to deal with heretics as described in verses twenty three to
1: twenty six, yeah,
0: then how should we interact with one another when failures come?
1: Right. Yeah. We as a church family. So that's the epitome, right? Yeah. How a pastor treats a heretic. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quarrelsome, but gentle to all, in humility, correcting. Well then, how am I as not a pastor, yeah. to Treat my brothers and sisters, yeah.
0: not quarreling, so, gentle, patiently, humbly, with the goal of repentance. Yeah, with the goal of escaping, remembering that they're, they're captives, just like you.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to correct my brothers and sisters with gentleness, gentle to all, with with this patience, um, with this humility of, you know next time it will be me and I'll need you to correct me. Mm. Um, and this hope that God's going to show them the error of their way. So that that's uh, that's number four then is we're going to humbly correct one another. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. I, I think
0: it's just the, the point is a heightened, gentle humility that should accompany our our every word and action toward one another.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to talk about the hard things, but um, yeah, let's do it this way. When mm-hmm. it comes... so the fifth one then is to mercifully forgive so we had number one we're gonna make it faithfully invest number two cruisily suffer for one another three zealously refresh one another four humbly correct one another mm-hmm. and five mercifully forgive um and just so we got chapter one verse 15 says this you know all, the, all those in asia have turned away from me right so mm-hmm. he's just abandoned by the followers of jesus sadly and four verse 16, at my first defense, no one stood with me, all forsook me. Mm. So, sadly, what we're going to see is that those who are called to live by gospel practice are going to blow it at times. Oh, yeah. And um, how does Paul respond then to being forsaken and abandoned? Mm. What does he say?
0: Well, yeah, he, he says, um, he asks for their forgiveness, you know. He says, may it not be charged against them. Yeah. And and I think I think what we're... What we're getting to here is is the gospel. The gospel informs my reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think that's the the big, the big idea here. When 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 my family neglects to care for me, the gospel speaks into that. Yeah, and we're all, we're all stumbling through this following Jesus thing, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's um yeah it's 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 being willing to forgive even when people fluff it up. What happens when gospel believers around me forsake? The principle of community
1: yeah and, and even more than that man like paul had done so much for these people you know he 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 prayed for them traveled to them preached to them suffered for them toiled night and day for them wrote letters to them um and yet when he needed them mm-hmm. they completely forsook him yeah and that's just like so painful mm-hmm. to consider like abandoned by those people he poured his life into but and yet paul prays may not be charged against them mm-hmm. so he, he's praying for the forgiveness which means he too has that forgiven attitude towards them. Um, so yeah, I mean, like you said, we're going to get this wrong. We're going to choose to be selfish instead of serving. We're going to be proud, unhelpful, unkind to one another. We're going to act in ways that are motivated by the flesh. We're going to isolate ourselves and cut ourselves off from each other because we're broken still yeah. and we're yeah. still being put back together by Christ. Yeah. So how do we respond when we're treated that way by others in the church family? Well, we yeah, Galatians six
0: verse one speaks into that. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual restore such one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. Yeah. So we should we should be standing and waiting to extend mercy to those who perhaps aren't there when they should have been, or when someone wasn't as considerate as they should have been. There's there's a gospel for that
1: a gospel for every context of our
0: spiritual family
1: that's really good man yeah god help us for that one and all of them but this one mm. this one hits the hits mm. the heart there you go there's five things here from two timothy that we've picked out about what to do with one another because of the gospel we're again just to say it all again we faithfully invest into one another courageously suffer for one another zealously re- refresh one another humbly correct one another and mercifully forgive one another. And that all signs are very hard and very <laughs> impossible. Knowing what I know about me, that sounds very lofty. Yep, yep. So thank God we're not left to ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. you got any good gospel truths to
0: What well, well, today? Well, Paul does in, in chapter four, <laughs> verse 18. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen.
1: Yeah so the lord is going to deliver us no yep. Lord's going to preserve us it's his work in us absolutely it accomplishes this yeah um and then of course it ends verse 22 the lord jesus christ be with your spirit grace be with you so jesus is with us in all of his grace working all of this in us mm. forgiving us for every time we don't get it right
0: mm. Man, if, if verse 22 isn't there then everything that we've said is impossible yeah yeah. Like every single point. What was the five things we walked through? Mm-hmm. And we will get an X on all five of those. Yep. If verse 22 isn't true.
1: Absolutely. So God help us, man, to, for this to be true at Blurton, for this to be true more and more at mm-hmm. for this to be true uh, in the church of anyone who's listening to, to this. But can I just say, mm-hmm. because verse 22 is there, the
0: future is as bright as the promises of God. Yeah. You know, gospel community can be a reality mm-hmm. it sounds lofty and it sounds impossible and it is challenging but because verse 22 is there and it is true yeah it means that gospel community is possible
1: yeah yeah and verse 18 ends with to him be glory forever and ever." so the fact that we can't actually do those five things and he knows that forgives us for that empowers us to do it means he gets the glory and not me that's plenty so, good. all glory to him for for this work in us you know oh, Amen. Um, will we do a shameless plug for? I think I'm really enjoying the You're Not Crazy podcast season three of doing 2 Timothy. You enjoying that? It? Yeah, it's been good. I'm not, I mean, it's not a shameless plug. Like, what are we, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we like, we don't get any, we overheard. are <laughs> so gonna get some real Roy Orland is <laughs> my friend. No, like, yeah, some, so, yeah, but it's been good. It's been a helpful oh, nice. run through Second Timothy a lot more in depth than we're able to go, yeah, half an hour. So, yeah. we're, we're isn't it. Yeah, the whole, the whole, all seasons, all three seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got me the book
0: yeah thank you very much. Mine's still on the post.
1: Put <laughs> that one together sometime. Cool. Well, uh yeah, that's uh two timothy in the gospel community. Lovely. Thanks for listening to the Baldy Bishops Podcast. If you wish to get a hold of us, you
0: can contact us at bodybishop@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Hey, do you want to go get it okay? That sounds great. Let's go.